You're listening to the best of classic Roy Masters on Advice Line. The growth of this self within the self is called addiction. Just like Paul said in the scriptures, he says, the things I want to do, and he's, he, is a, he was an educated Pharisee, uh, versed in all the verses and chapters and laws of Judaism, pious man. But after his salvation, he's, he re- remarked, the things that I wanted to do, the good things I could not do. The bad things I did not want to do, that I did. I can only conclude one thing. Not that I I did not do these things. It was sin that made a home in me. Dig it. Now, you ever see that movie, A Beautiful Mind? I only got to see the last half of it with those his imaginary friends, the little girl, and the, the brutal person, always berating him to do whatever he wanted that wasn't good to do. I forget why, because I didn't see the whole movie. And um, there was three of them. I think one of them was a woman. And they were always there challenging him. And, and he knew that if he gave in to them, those people, they were real people. And he still sees them to this very day. He sees them, but he learns, learned, he said, to ignore them. And that's why he was able to have his sanity. That's, very, that's a very excellent picture. I never thought it was going to be a good picture. I have to see the beginning of that now, now that I've seen the whole thing. But there are forces that exist beyond the imagination that manifest in the manif- imagination. They, they exist beyond the imagination, and they manifest... They can actually, if you are, if you were on a, um, if you were essentially deprived, say, on a raft out in the ocean, um, and you didn't have any food and water, and days went by, suddenly you open your eyes, being essentially deprived, meaning that there's no distractions anymore. And well, so, what has got in there through those distractions start to become active. Then they start to finish you off. Suddenly your mother appears, or your girlfriend, and she's really there. You can actually see her, three-dimensional. You may even think you touch her. Come into the water. Let's go swimming. But there's sharks all around you. And in you go, and the sharks eat you. There are malevolent forces that... Schizophrenia is not what you think it is. And all of your sins are not what you think it is, some sort of like some... Uh, effect uh, dopamine or I guess that would be a good word dope for all the dopes it's nothing to do with what you think it is it's not the hard wiring or just merely the conditioning it is an identity and that's what the um, that's what the corporations are doing they're changing the identity of our young people at the core and when you can change the identity by seduction communists understand that corrupt the youth and then you a noble nation is hard to conquer. And a, noble, a nation that has high ethical tone is hard to conquer. Read it in my book, on my website, on brainwashing. Download all the all the all the, all the chapters are free, 66 pages. 
corrupt the youth and you can have the that country in a few generations because you control you control the people you will control the people you corrupt the dope pushers control the dope addicts and the drug lords control the dope pushers it's a it is a it is a hidden government subcultural government but eventually becomes the 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 culture itself and then you have it, it submerges because there are more and more people on it in one form or another, whether you're corrupted by sex or whether you're corrupted by drugs, whatever it is, the corruption, it's the same devil. Don't you understand, you fools? You're dealing with spiritual warfare here, and you can't attack it with chemistry. And uh, I'm coming after you, you, you slime out there who violate our young people. I just need to have a bigger soapbox. I can't go after you one at a time. I just, I try to, I try to reach your victims and wake them up and turn them against you. That's my job. Awaken victims and turn them against, turn the tide against wickedness and evil. You know, from its hidden places. We war, war not with flesh and blood, it says. But the principalities and powers in hidden places. Yeah, then. They're in corporate offices and in and, and liberals, governments, and not in so much in the Republican Party. The Republican Party, I see, is not right-wing yet. It's kind of decent middle of the road. They, they, they have a, a good, good sense of um, direction. But that's why they hate it. Listening to the best of classic Roy Masters on Advice Line. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Let me tell you one more thing before I take my calls. When you have a decent man, uh, there's... When the, with, with the, the feminist bitch, which is exactly what they are, um, is very difficult to deal with because she is like a, a, a lioness hungry for the lives of men. And she has no tolerance for men that are stronger, that can resist a temptation. She only loves the men. She loves the men. She lusts them. She rewards them. She has contempt for them too. She's, she lusts them and then she has contempt for their, for their miserable failing. You see? And so, um, she only has love for those kinds of people. And, um, they, uh, they could, she, she, you know, the, the dark side of a woman even have, has love, has, um, um, respect in a sense for a violent man. They have use for the, the weak one and the, and the bully. 
because neither one of them are men. What they're afraid of, their evil powers, I mean evil powers, work through driving men crazy to drugs, to alcohol, so they have the children. Or driving a man to into violence so then they have the children. Or to make a man say, yes, dear, anything you say, dear, and they have the children. And the government has them who has the children. Don't you see? Well, there's one thing they're afraid of. Me. They're afraid of a man like me because I don't play the game. You can't have me. It's been tried. I don't fall for that. And that is dangerous. That represents a danger to her existence because she's a parasite. And there's a parasite's parasite, which means the, the forces, the dark forces represented by corporate America and by liberals, which have the same mindset. You find the kind of corporate America that run, that understand teenagers' weaknesses and appeal to them, their base nature. They're all basically B-men. Hungry for the souls of people. They only care about money and power. See? They have no love for your children. All right. Having said it all, I'm wasting your time because this is call time. Kathleen in Boston. Hello. Oh, hi, Roy. How are hi. you? <laughs> i got to okay. calm down. Let me calm down. Let me go. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is my uh, coincidence. Uh, I quit my job yesterday, and uh, today I heard, uh, I just heard a uh, hearing. <laughs> Actually, uh, your talking is fascinating, Thank and you. I will give you uh, my comment. You're such great warrior, oh, and we you. need people like that in this world. Thank you. Uh, because fighting alone is very difficult. Well, and it's like a voice crying in the wilderness in America. Right. <laughs> you know, I love this. I love this. What this country stands for, or what it's becoming, is is fright. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's a fear. Yeah, uh, it's in the air, uh, particularly at 9-11. But anyway, the reason I'm, I called today is just try to identify with you and the road to be a royal a warrior is uh, it's quite difficult. So I'm no, I think you know, I think otherwise. I think it's difficult to be a scumbag. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, the story is what I want to tell you. Uh, I, I have fight back, and uh, I, I'm a gray-haired old lady now. <laughs> uh, I have two uh, uh, wonderful uh, boys, um, and now left me the energy to fight. Um, that's why I quit my job. The buck stops here. Well, now and you're calling. You're calling for a reason. The reason you're... is I I I want to identify with you. Uh, the exploiting uh, world. How, how old? How old are you? How old are you? Oh, <laughs> you really want to know? Well, nobody, uh, no, nobody knows. Nobody knows you. Fifty-seven. Well, no, no, you're not an old lady. Oh well. Anyway, uh, I do have. Um, you used to live your whole life in front of you. I understand you commit. You quit your job because of yeah, intimidation. Exactly. And no, no, no. It's much better for you to see. See, intimidation is going to make you run. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, well, it made you know. I'm running uh, for good cause and good. No, no, reason. no. But but the point is, there's a right way to run. When I say run, to walk, to quit your job. Yeah, quit. And there's I a wrong way to run. Yeah, but, yeah uh, but yes, but there's a right way and a wrong way. Right. And uh, uh, now let me ask you 
It's obviously a trouble to you, as you would call me. No, um, I don't. Have, I think I appreciate. I uh, the reason I call you is I. No, but about the job, about the job. Did you quit in the right way or the wrong way? No, right away. I tell you why. Because okay. I feel you talk about good pleasure. I think good pleasure, just as you said, is to fight uh, for the uh, domination, to fight for not to be, refuse to be exploiting. Yes. And Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> that kind of fight does have a cost. Uh, listen, I hear a nice tone in your voice, Catherine. I really do. Thank and you. I see you're compatible with what I'm saying. But, but I just yeah. want to, pre- if you don't mind, I want to press the point. Uh, if not only, if not for you, for other people listening. Sure. Let me ask you a question. When you quit your job, did you were, did you feel resentful and then quit, or did you look that person straight in the face and as if to say? Look, I'm not going to be exploited. I'm not going to be intimidated. I don't have to live in this intimidation. I would take it very kindly if you would stop intimidating me. Then I can get on with my work. But I will not be enslaved to your intimidation. Because, you see, businesses, people, men in power, ordinary businessmen have egos too. And I've often discovered that it's not so much that the, um, money, the money is not sometimes ceases to be important to them, um, well, it, it is the pleasure of degrading you. Right. Then gets the, the pleasure of degrading you. And so you know my, the governments, the governments get that way too. You're absolutely right. And so That's therefore, if you if you if you walked away from there and said, "Excuse me, I'm not going to do this. Go degrade somebody else," and you walked away, and you walked away with yourself, your self and your dignity intact. You did the right thing if you did it that way. Let me. Ha- uh you're absolutely right. I did exactly that way. And also, I like to explain it a little bit further so other uh, listeners may be uh, able to benefit how I did it. You see, I had 30 years uh, business experience. It took yes. me 30 years to learn how to do it right. Walk away with a good battle and not losing their face and my face. Yes. How I did it is I let the boss write down what he wants me to do to begin with way back in uh, started in July and uh, I thought about how can I ask him to do that because he really doesn't know just like you said people being hypnosis they don't know what uh, evil they have done so until October I asked him to write it down what he wants me to do since then he written four notice to me what he thought I was wrong and what you want me to do. And, you and now I got evidence. Now I got a collection of four of them. Yes. When I had the third one, I talked with his boss. And his boss backed him up. So I know the battle I cannot win because there are yeah, two. That's a wimp. That's a wimp. There are two. There yeah. are two dominators there. Yeah. So I said, then how am I going to end it well? If I'm going to leave, I'm, if I'm going to draw this fight. So I wait until the fourth written thing, notice come out, which was last Friday. So when I got that notice, I know that's my, I don't have to stay anymore. Because I think, it, it, I think it's, it's not a good, good game anymore because they uh, keep playing the wrong thing. I think that's so what you... I send my resignation uh, yesterday and send to... Uh, there are two bosses, a boss. 
Hold with a second. My no, we, we, we are running out of time. Will you hold the line a minute? And I think you've made your point, though, because we've got other callers waiting. And I think, uh, Catherine, you're a gracious lady. You did a very sensible thing. And my hat is off to you. I don't say that very often, but I don't wear a hat. But if you know what I mean. We'll be right back. Thank you, Kathleen. I, I think you've made your point. And you did well and do things graciously and you won't have any you won't carry you won't carry the pain with you when you leave. That's that's good hate. <laughs> it's a good pleasure. Triumph. Well, we haven't had any serious problems. I love to talk to individuals who are walking through a, um, a minefield and sort of getting better and discovering this and that about themselves and growing. And then they get stuck. And that's the point. I love to intervene and help. All right, we're going to go to uh, Denise or Denise in Philadelphia. Hello, Denise. Hi. How are Hi. you? Fine, thank you. I'm calling to ask you a question. Okay. Okay, I have two brothers, one older, one younger. Yes. And when they come around, oh, God, I hate to say it. That's all right, I know. It's up on the screen. I see it. I, and I don't understand it. Uh. I, I can tell you this, that when I was about six years old, my older brother woke me one night and said he uh, had gonna, I was going to ask you that question. I was going to ask you that question. It's mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer. Yeah. But the next night when, when I told him that I didn't like that, he didn't bother me anymore. Yeah, I know, but the point is it, it was it, it's a violation. You see, you probably resented it as a little child. How old were you? Six years old. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you, you, you had a, you had lots of common sense. I mean, you had a six. You're a six year old with a lot of common sense, and I think you resented your brother. I think you felt you suddenly awakened to the the ugliness of that, and you did you you must have resented it, but and then developed an attachment to him, a, a guilt feeling, which is when you reach puberty. Uh, it is that guilt feeling emerges in women as a sexual feeling for molesters. I just, I do you know what I would do with that? I'd let it pass and not worry about it. Just experience it secretly and let it pass. Make sure you don't indulge it. Don't get frustrated and don't get frustrated or, you know, ashamed and struggle with it. Just watch it and it'll go away. Make sure you don't resent. Don't resent your brother. Um, there's no resentment connection. I don't know how to say this. Is there any resentment towards the feeling? Is there any resentment that you notice uh, when that feeling rises as well for having that feeling, for him inducing that feeling by his very presence? It, it, it's, it's with both the brothers, and my younger brother never attempted it, but I, I think I do resent it because yes. it blocks my relationship with them. Yeah, but also, you see, the resentment awakens the sexual feeling for them. It does the opposite. The struggle does the opposite of what it's intended to do. And actually, look, if you had a, if you smoked or if you had a drinking problem and you, you discovered that you were addicted to it and you wanted to change the habit, break the habit, and you started to struggle with it and, and, and you started to resent having it, right. resenting knowing that you had it, the, the, the habit that is, Yes. It, the struggle will only b- bind you to it more. Okay. 
and so I know I know that it's um, it's a resistance, and it's a wrong kind of resistance. You know, there's a scripture that you lady you go to, to church, do you? Uh, not anymore. Not, well, not me, since I started meditating. <laughs> All right. Well, then you you've heard me say that the the scripture has scripture has a lot of good things in it. Sometimes there's mistranslations and you don't get the point. Okay. It says resist not evil, overcome it with good. See. It would not apply here if you didn't resist it. You give into it, wouldn't you? Yes. So you see, the word resist is a is the wrong translation. Uh, a, you know what a synonym is? A synonym is a word that that takes the place of another word almost as good. Okay. So if you look in the and look in the in up up in synonyms, you'll find the word uh, resist. You'll see the word resent. Because okay. resentment is a is a kind of resistance, isn't it? Yes. So if the translator had had any brain, he would trans instead of saying resist not, he would say resent not evil. Overcome it with good. See, because resentment um, is what the evil is your is the overcoming of of good by the evil. So that when you get upset with something, you're gonna get it. You're gonna find yourself giving into it eventually. Okay. Because the impulse gets stronger. Then finally, oh hell, I give into it. And then you worse off, and then the whole whole thing starts again. Okay. So when you see that memory of that moment uh, re- re- revisited by the presence of your brothers, it, the memory of that childhood thing will be awakened, and the resentment of, of that moment too. And uh, if you just watch the feeling rise, just don't never don't look at the brothers, just look at that feeling, watch the resentment start to rise. Watch it until it goes away too, and after a while, those feelings will disappear. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. You know, you're guaranteed all your money back. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. See you. Bye. Yes. Um. I tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't mean to be rude, but I, hope, I, I believe in in religion. Um. The trouble is, I, I. It's 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 a sticky wicket for me because religion's got the words but they haven't got the music. You got the to use a you know a metaphor. You got bats and bats in the bats in the in the belfry. They're just I see uh, preachers and rabbis as just plastic just plastic um, cutouts. This is sort of like they they have the words like Paul. Like the Pharisees of old, they have the words, but they haven't got the spirit. They haven't got any music. That's what's missing. That's what's missing in our homes. That's what's missing in our schools. The spirit, the light, has gone out in this country. All right, we're gonna go Tess in Atlanta. Hello, Tess. Hello. Are you there, Tess? Yes. How are you doing, old girl? Um, all right, I guess. Oh, young girl. Maybe maybe I said it wrong. <laughs> How how are you? What can I do for you? Um, I'm having a lot of conflict between my mother and my husband, and it's really just eating away at me, and I'm not really sure how to deal with it. Well, who's the wrong one? That's what I'm not sure of. (laughs) I feel like it might be my husband just for the fact that the things that are going on, he's trying to make valid by... Uh I don't, under- I, I don't understand that. I mean, like, is your um, mother in is, is your mother in your house? No. 
Where does she live? Nearby? Nearby. Yes. Uh, um, and and does, she, does, does she poke her nose into everything? No, she doesn't. She, doesn't. she tries to be distant because of situations that her and my husband have encountered in the past. Well, give me give me an example, maybe. Go ahead. The, the main thing, the main trouble is he has felt very intimidated by her. Why? Um, because he feels that she makes kind of passes at him. She, he make she she make passes at yes. your husband. Yes. And he, you don't. He and you. It. He thinks it. Yes, he thinks this, and he's trying to validate it. And he oh. had just recently heard something about her and shared it with me, and is trying to make it valid and make well, him right and me and my mom wrong. And this is not clear. This is not clear. Either he is, you know, delusional. I mean, people think things That's about what I'm me. I'm trying to figure out that if no, if people, he's being people, people, you know, people think things about me, and I don't know where they get it from. But when they they do, they just want to hold on to it, and there's not much you can do about it. Uh, I mean, people don't see rightly. And so, um, but on the other hand, you know, maybe he doesn't see rightly. Maybe he's a little paranoid. Maybe there's something in that department. I'm not sure what I'm saying exactly there, but maybe he does see correctly. Maybe your yeah. mother is making a pass at him. That's, so you I'm, should say to him, well, maybe... I'm kind of confused. I don't know if I should confront my mother about that. He, We both confronted her about it and saying, please... You know, like he's very uncomfortable her giving hugs to him. Cause oh, yes. She doesn't, like, come up to him and really corner him. <laughs> she just, like, is very, um, I guess, physical, like, very touchy person, like, hugs and she is patting that kind on the of back. Person. Yeah, yes. but that's not healthy. Yes. That car- that does, can car- you know, there's, there's a kind of... Um, the kind of kiss that I can kiss my son with? Mm-hmm. It's not sexual. Yes. It's 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 a, a genuine, honest affection that one man can have for another. But there's also a homosexual um, uh, replica of that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And, and there's also a hug that a woman can give a man that is loving. But then if it's just too much of a hug, it sends a message. And your mother may put that little extra something in that that he detects and is offensive. Yeah. She may not think of it as offensive because it might be her stock in trade, how she gets others to love her. Mm-hmm. But by setting the hook like that, by just giving a little extra love, even your children will have to watch out for that. Yeah. She's- if that's true about her, if she's kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy, watch out, she'll seduce the children. Yeah, I'm kind of... Trying to be worried that you know. Yeah, she make them I know feel. She, she did not receive. You know, her parents never told her they loved her or hugged her, so she always felt like she had to make up for it. I know, mean. but that she's, but she, but now I know she's definitely got a problem. Yeah. And your husband is not is not out of order. Yeah, I, I think that he's out of order, but the way he approaches me about it is very disturbing. He, he doesn't me. know how to deal with it. It's already, but it's already having its effect. It's confusing him. Yeah. Because it's, it's you're confused about it. You don't know whether to believe him or her. That's not that. There comes the, yeah, the I feel complication. Like I'm seduced by her, by whatever this love that she's giving me is seducing me, and making me blind. And that may very well be. You see, um, 
uh, even you, there's a certain a certain uh, excess of this going beyond the genuine hug, which is really love, conveys love to another person without violating them. She, in her need, has needs something from from the person she hugs, and it conveys that, and she gives a little extra something that is psychologically um, damaging. Yeah, to her so, or to the person. No, to the to, no. It's to, it's to even with your children. You've got to be very careful. Your mother does not give them that little extra love that makes them your child feel special. The minute that child feels special. It's a hook. That child has an unhealthy affection for grandma. And grandma will encourage that. And that child will never grow normally. And you won't even notice what... what, You won't notice it. Something changes very subtly in there. I'm glad you asked the question. Because there are women who hug just a little bit too much. Yeah. That's what kind of disturbs me. I sometimes feel just a little uncomfortable... With like, it, with her hug, because it's like yeah. too much. Now, know? when look, my grandchildren come up, and every now and then, out of their voluntary, voluntarily, they will give me a hug, and I won't respond much. I just let them hug me. I don't give them anything. They want something from me, just a reassurance, a gentle reassurance. My grandpa, and every now and then, one will just sit in my lap for a second or put their arms around me and give me a kiss and that's enough and they walk away and I won't see that for another six months maybe Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. 
finally cure stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. This is Advice Line, and you're listening to Classic Roy. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Worry and fears and anxiety and sex and drugs and, I don't know, anger and judgments, confusion, and your and the your truth is excuses. And uh, wouldn't it be nice to have a clear mind and discover... Endless discovery. I've written 16 books. One of them is a book on science. One of these days I meet, you know, I'm 75 years old and soon, in the next couple of months, and I hope to be working on a machine that produces energy out of, out of time. The time is kinetic motion passes. It moves. I know they say time doesn't move, but it, it, it's the, it, it is the only absolute in the universe. They say time's not absolute because as you go faster, time slows down. It's only because you're, of the relativity, your motion, the relative motion through it is the illusion that time slows down. It doesn't slow down. Time remains the same. You're just ca- catching up to the time-space continuum. If you go the same speed as the wind, then the wind, you know, the wind doesn't blow anymore. In a, in a 60 mile an hour wind, and you're going 60 miles an hour, you don't feel any wind, but the wind's still blowing. You could say, well, the wind isn't blowing, and, and everything is still. For you, yeah, the time flows, and it has an extraordinary amount of energy into it. 
and I have a book by the way it's called Finding God in Physics and I write about this and think you'll find it very interesting and another article I'm writing which will be in the newsletter coming up time isn't what you think it is it is a theory to change the world uh, you're just going to have to read it's only five and a half pages took me a couple of months to write it all right um, may I uh, invite you to get our newsletter uh, it's only $35 a year and you'll get this upcoming article 866-RADIO-ROY would you call my office please call my office and and good people send good money to me will somebody send me $20 million endow me they send money to all they send money to all the wrong places you know they send it to $20 million to a, a boys club and all you have is more boys and girls doing boys and girls do nothing gets better with me things get better I need the money to get a bigger soapbox more radio time more publicity more exposure I do need to do that I want to get into more of the prisons the pr people in the prisons love me I help them in a way that no one else can help them and the only way I can get into the prisons actually is through radio they're all listening at night with their radios they stay awake and listen to me read the articles read their letters in the news my newsletter how grateful they are man if I knew what I know now I'd never been in here and the, the, the heartfelt letters we get from prisoners help us to do that send me support this voice crying in the wilderness alright we're going to take our last call Julia Lynn Massachusetts hello hi Roy um if I get $20 million, I will definitely send it to you so you can scare the hell out of everyone. Send me a dollar. I'll do for you. Oh, your, I'll, your, do. your dollar will do just fine. I do all the time. <laughs> okay, but, thank um, you. Really, to start off, you're scaring the hell. There's something in you that is scaring the hell out of me. Yes. I'm shaking. My heart is palpitating. This has happened a few times when I've tried to call you. Yes. I had to hang up because of the anticipation. You're about to have an exorcism. I feel like I am. And um, uh, you don't need my presence there. But your presence just enlightens. It, it, yeah, my presence. Your, my your, pre pre presence awakens its, its yeah. presence, your awareness of its presence in you. This is what you're doing to me. You are awakening so many things at one time, and I'm starting to see so clearly. Good. But it's very frightening also on one yes. hand. I tell you, come out of her. Oh, thank you, Roy. I'm so glad that you've come to the East Coast in the afternoon. You hear what I said, come out of her? Yes. Now, you see, you've got your, your, it will come out of you, and you're going to have an exorcism possibly within the next few days. I can feel it, one coming, Roy. And, and, uh, and, and I don't want to mess with it on the radio. Okay. Because it's not, it's, we're running out of time and it wouldn't be appropriate. We've got three minutes left. Right. But you, you don't need my presence for it. No. Because when it starts to come, you cry out to your Creator. You cry out to your Christ. I do and, every day. Uh, no, no, no. Cry, uh, crying out every day won't help you. Okay. Crying out, crying out with a great need, save me, um, when that moment comes, is very, very appropriate. 
Your crying out is artificial. But that moment won't be artificial when you're drowning in the ocean. I'm somewhat disturbing to most of my audience. It's especially true when I talk to men about how to deal with women. And I have to tell the truth. And it has nothing to do with bias. You can look at truth about anything as bias, which is, in a manner of speaking, a bias itself, if you don't want to face reality. And you can think that I'm abusive, because whenever you tell the truth to guilty people, they react like you're shouting at them and abusing them. The more guilty a person is, and you simply tell them how the cow ate the cabbage, as if to say, excuse me, is my eye hurting your elbow? You see, I hope you understand that. That's not to bug your head, I hope. But people who are guilty, when you point something out to them, they react as though they are being abused. A lot of men have gone to jail for just simply standing up to their wives or standing up to anyone. They yell and scream as if, as if something terrible has, has happened and then the person who's screaming, the woman, is always believed and the man gets hauled off to the pokey. An emotional woman is believable and the man isn't. It's a very sad state of affairs and behave the way I just described. They're dangerous. It, a woman is a very dangerous creature if she plays this little game and she becomes the downfall of her own house while the husband looks like the victim. She looks like the victim, but she is not the victim. She's the perpetrator. Everything is upside down in the justice system when it comes to this regard, this is not to say that men are not abusive. We're not talking about abusive men right now, are we? We're talking about, well, I'll take on men in another segment of the program and give them what for. We're just talking about women. Now, how are you cringing? How are you, ladies, how are you ladies reacting to what I'm saying? You, because you're difficult, because you are willful, you pretend to be otherwise, so you can have your way for a while. Until you got the man dependent upon, you know, the best sex he ever had. And then, when you want your way, the mask comes off, you make demands. Unreasonable ones. And there you go from there. Willfulness. Fake love, so as you can take control and make demands unreasonable ones and then you get upset because you can't have your own way yell and scream and carry on are you one of these ladies well fess up to it see I believe that the cause of all human suffering is not the woman but the man's inability to understand what a woman really wants not even Sigmund Freud understood that his famous line what does a woman want when he was interviewed by a New York reporter. He didn't know. Couldn't even He couldn't even deal with his own wife. He was a bully. And I'm not saying that men should be bullies in dealing with their wives. But women, being stubborn, um, cause men to become bullies. 
that's because they don't know how to deal with women with true love called patience now I, I opened up the program but on a very sober note and I need to talk about women today and I want to prepare you ladies who listen to me who think you love me uh, for that overreaction that hostility that tremendous shock of hearing the truth about you are you ready for this women not all women but 95% so that's fair enough because there are some really nice ladies out there who are not like that but among the 95% they all like that but part of that 95% approximately there are women who don't want to be that way but are that way they can't help being difficult to correct and and part of that group um, cause their husbands inadvertently because they love too much looking for love to become cause men to become violent for the sake of the sex that they've now become addicted to a woman is who's too easy for the sake of insecurity for whatever reason who's not really a manipulator but she has the same effect as a manipulator except instead of it having the upper hand in the relationship she gets the short end of the stick if you pardon the way I said that um, and so we have a very serious problem ladies and which I hope that you'll understand and I'm addressing my comments mostly to you and I don't care if men call I would rather women call but I'm looking at the screen and I can tell you that because I've just the night before yesterday's program was somewhat about this sort of thing I was talking to gentlemen about dealing with wives cutting off the sex supply as a means of taking away her wicked power see understand that a man's sexual need puts him in a, a disadvantage um, it's, in other words it, his his bargaining power is, weak, is weakened when you want something too much you're not in a position in a very good position are you when you have a lot of need and I'm not saying that men shouldn't have sexual impulses but they should not be at the expense of their character and women are always testing a man for his character and some men, some women don't want men with character if a man I have a, I have a young man I've known him since he was 18 years old he's 45 right now I know, and I've known him since he's 15 he's not married and he's honorable he's very successful but every woman he meets wants him to jump into bed with him everyone and so he doesn't want to do that he wants to have a good relationship but because he doesn't yield and he isn't weak they feel rejected or of not much use to them because women tend to outuse the user and I'm sorry to say that one must be very very careful now these days about marriage
Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the Foundation of Human Understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. is Advice Line, and you're listening to Classic Roy. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Women have been trained to get their man by improper means. And men who fall to that, who, um, like any port in a storm, any warm body, men who fall to that tease offering, can look forward to nothing else but a life of misery. Once a man falls into that relationship, his authority is diminished and the women know it. 
you see and the men don't know it they think they're being loved it's only a matter of time when they become weaker and weaker for the sake of that sex and can res not resist the demands of the women the unreasonable because when a man gives in to his impulses that are awakened by seduction of a, of a lady a woman is empowered to do what she will with him you see and that is a, an endless source of frustration to men who have to work harder and harder to get his fix and that's the only relationship there is he wants his fix and she wants the power and if he, 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 she wants what is the fix of the man it's an illusion of worth the idea that he's a man of course that's not true sex does not make a man it is resistance it is the resistance to the lady that makes a man a man except these days ladies don't want men who can resist the most most in the 95% they don't want that peace offering you know what I'm saying uh, men men they want men to fall in love to fall from what love is all about you you need to understand ladies that when you give yourself too easy to a man you catch him in the, you hook a man so to speak um, you haven't got a man at that moment he ceases to be a man he's just and he's on the, the on the way to becoming a wimp for sex not love sex yeah he loves you because he's addicted and that love glorifies you spoils you rotten well you give him a nice he gives her a nice car immediately they get married she has a bank account and she can do what she can run around with a lady she can do what she wants and that is a typical scene and the man can't stop that but he's part of that because he's worshipping a woman for worshipping him actually she's putting him on she lies to him and she lays with him you understand that and so we, you need to understand these principles now I know this is a bit of a shock and I'm and as I said I'm not laying the blame on the ladies but it is a warning to the ladies that you should not give yourself easily to men you should not give yourself at all to men every Tom, Dick and Harry pardon the expression you're asking for trouble you're asking to have a broken home you're asking to be the witch of the home or the son of witch because those are the two things that are going to happen as, as sure as I'm talking to you right now you are the witch of the home and he's out in the cold he's in the doghouse He's a nothing man. He's nothing because all he wants is sex. And he, yes, dear, anything you say, dear, just give me my fix. The children don't respect him. You have contempt for him. And you've set him up to fail, but it's his own bloody fault. But he doesn't know any different. And perhaps you don't know any different. But now you do. Now, are you offended, ladies? Come on. How many of you out there are offended and have the courage to call me and show me where I'm wrong and I, last night on my uh, behind the news show I said 45 years no one's ever called me and says Roy um, in a loving way I'm saying this in a loving way uh, you're wrong about this or that 
44 years, no one has ever called me on the phone. The lines are always open. We don't screen callers for disagreement, only for rudeness and blowing, you know, birdies in the microphone. No, nobody, because love is correction. I love you. That's why I risk my relationship. I risk my future because I know that because you're as guilty as hell, all of you, all you ladies out there who, if the cat fits, wear it, so to speak, you're as guilty as hell. You've had lots of guys. You've had one guy in a wrong way, and the one that you're in trouble. And so therefore you are as guilty as hell. And therefore when I speak, address the program to this issue, you cringe and you feel that I'm being abusive. And you've got all kinds of names for me, you know, the woman hater and all the rest of it. you got all the names and you spread it around. So you make sure other women don't hear me. That's even worse. That I shall not bear false witness. And that's the kind of thing you do anyway. You see, so, now, if you are one of those women, call me, 800-866-8883, and tell me I'm out of order. These lines will be blank again, as they have been for 44 years. You haven't got the courage. You're too angry. But if you're angry of what I've just said, I've got you. And I'm not your husband. And voice on the radio. I can see you say, how dare he? You've got all kinds of choice names for me, haven't you? But when you get over it, maybe you'll think better. Because if I was your husband, you wouldn't get away with it. Because it wouldn't give you any sex. And of course that might ruin things too. Because then you'll feel rejected. You think I'm going out with other women. I wouldn't be. I'd be married to you, and I'd be loyal to you. I'd put up, be patient, but not yield, ever. If anybody would want the divorce, you'd be the one that divorced, not me. The guilt would fall on you. It would be your willfulness. You would just have got ridden of a good man that loved you, a good father, because you were willful. 